Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I don't. Well, I want to know what the problem with my toe is because I don't want to well, go to the doctor. What, well, <laughs> what you have to do is you have to go to the doctor. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This show is Money Sucks. It's all about getting that money to stay in your pocket, not get sucked out and go to other people. And one of the things that really gets sucked out of your pocket is medical expenses. Stay away from them. But how do you do that? You know, you could say stay away from the doctor. And we have a great medical um, system here in in, uh, this country, but I've also heard a lot of complaints. And I personally am not thrilled when I go. I don't think a lot of people are, but some people will go just to go because <laughs> they're hypochondriacs, and that's a whole nother story. But how do you avoid staying away? Uh, apple a day keeps the doctor away? Hmm, well, there's some truth to that, but there's a lot of other things that we got to talk about. So, first of all, I want to talk to you, Osho, about your gout toe. Okay, what about it do you want to know today? I want to know if I have it because you told me about it, and I... I get this weird thing with my toe. It's on my right foot. It happens every so often where it's, well, right now it's it's real red. And there's times where, I'm like, I can't move it, and it's painful. So if you put on a sock, it hurts. Or if it's just sitting there, you bend it the wrong way, it hurts. And then it goes away, and then it happens again. So tell me about your gout toe. Yeah, do you think you have gout, or you, or you're asking and you want to know, or what is the? Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I don't. Well, I want to know what the problem with my toe is, because I don't want to okay, go to the well, doctor. What, <laughs> well, what you have to do is you have to go to the doctor, and then he will draw blood, which costs a little bit of money, and then they will have it tested, which costs a little bit more money. Then he'll tell you if you have acid in your body or not, and the more acid you have, the more gout you will probably have. Now, when you say it comes and goes, there's a possibility, and of course, I'm not a doctor, I'm not looking at your toe, I know nothing about what's going on with your toe or your foot or any of that. So all the bets are off as far as what I'm saying may be true or not true. But if you're eating a certain food, I don't know what that food may be, you're going to have to look this up and see if it has a lot of acid in it, and then you happen to get a sore toe, possibly you have the gout. Now, if you stay away from that food or acidy food and your toe gets better, again, possibly you might have the gout. Now, I had gout, and I went to the doctor because I'm on Medicare, and that really helps out. And the doctor drew blood and said, you have too much acid in your in your food, and we will give you a pill to help you out. And in the meantime, also watch your diet, and he gave me a list of things that I should be eating. I don't have the list here, but... You can look it up on the Internet and see what you should and should not be eating for gout. Give it a try. See what happens. And if it gets worse when you eat certain foods, you're pretty sure you have the gout. Does that help me? Yeah, a big time. Because, number one, I don't have to go to the doctor. Because I had a blood test just recently and everything was fine. So that's number one. Number two is... I can do these things and test it out myself, which is great. I can check out with different foods. I would think that I'm not because I'm having less soda, you know, with the Osho quarantine diet, which, by the way, is working fantastically, everybody. Easiest thing to do. It also saves you money. Not only do you avoid a money suck, but you actually get money put in your pocket because uh, it's a it's a great diet. 
But back to medical, we um, have uh, a great idea like that. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. I will watch myself. I'll watch what I eat and see what happens. The only thing I can think of is I know I've been having tea um, during the day, and tea does have acid if you let it sit too long, and maybe I'm doing that, and maybe that's part of it. Otherwise, food-wise... Like I said, the soda, I know that was an acidy thing. Otherwise, I'm having a lot of water. And I'm trying to think what else the ass would be. I'm going to watch that, though. That's great. Thank you for that uh, hint. I appreciate that. Okay, one other thing. You said I had a blood test. Uh, that's like uh, asking somebody to look at my car. What part does he look at? Does he look at the brake, the steering, the tires, the oil, the taillights, the headlights, uh, the upholstery? When you have a blood test, they only test certain things usually, and they will test the most common uh, elements of your body to look for the most common ailments that you might have. Now, when you had that blood test, did they look for the specific gout part of the test? Ah, okay, no. No, they did not. I thought they would. that would come up, but you make a great point. Again, they're not looking for that, and they probably are looking for other things, that not being one of them. So I, I like the I like the idea to test myself and then see. I mean, it's not debilitating at all, so it's just an inconvenience, and I'm wondering why that keeps coming up. Because we talk about uh, the interesting thing that I want to talk to you about is the pain going to different parts of the body, um, and it's all in your mind. But it, it it sounds like you're making it up when you say it's all in your mind, but you're it's not. You're making it up. It's your body showing what's wrong in your mind through another part of your body, I guess. Is that pretty accurate? Well, there's a theory, and the theory is that a long time ago when we were children, certain negative things may have occurred in our life. And those negative things are put back into your subconscious, and these negative things, these negative situations would hurt you if you were brought out of your subconscious. You you maybe get depressed. So the theory is that your mind, so that you would not be depressed, would not be hurt, stops blood to a certain part of your body. It could be any place. It could be a shoulder, a knee, a hip, or any one of those different areas. And then that hurts, and then your mind takes the hurt in your hip or your shoulder, takes away the pain that you would have had emotionally about what happened in your in your childhood or earlier in your life. So the mind is trying to protect you from these pains that would hurt you very much psychologically and really delebate you so that you may not even be able to work. And you, you concentrate on the pain on your body instead of the subconscious pain in your mind. That makes so much sense. And I've heard stuff like that um, <clears throat> with the pandemic. By the way, we'll just go on to the next part, which is that flight or fight situation where people are in that's when they're stressed and they just said exactly what you said about the blood going to the outer extremities that is to bring adrenaline to the parts where you need to run to fight to get away but the bad thing is when that blood goes away it goes away from your internal organs so then the kidneys don't get to work right the liver all of that stuff doesn't have the blood to do the job that they need to do. And there goes the idea of 
meditation to relax to get out of that flight or fight situation that makes sense doesn't it yes when we get in the fight or flight off and we're in the flight part of it all of the non-essential parts of our body body break down and stop they don't do a thing for you you don't digest food you you don't uh, uh your liver doesn't work your kidneys don't work and everything goes for your flight part and also the flight the, the flight part is the same way all the essential organs uh, cut down and just the ones that you need to run and get out of the way and, and so when that happens especially in our society your boss may holler at you and you want to fight or flight get out of there and you can't do either and so your body shuts down but it doesn't shut down to help you escape from the area that, that you're in with your boss and so you, you get other ailments that your body takes care of that you don't even know about and this is how you get sick. I like it. It makes a lot of sense. And if you could avoid those situations, do it. One of the things, like I said, was meditation. But you're a big believer in hypnosis, aren't you? Yes, I am. I uh, started hypnosis maybe about 20 years ago. And I find it to be uh, very therapeutic. Good for you. <laughs> very good for you. Very good for you. Yeah. Uh, and very good for other people. Not everybody can be hypnotized. It's a very, very strange phenomenon in that area because some people just can't or won't be hypnotized. But uh, people that can be hypnotized, they have a tool that they can use quite readily whenever they get in a situation. It really helps. And you can help other people if you know how to hypnotize uh, them. And I just found out yesterday that there are different degrees of hypnosis. There's different... uh levels which is very interesting i just thought you're under you're under but i guess you can get under even more and sometimes it's just kind of a relaxing talking back and forth with either a therapist or somebody that's there to help you or you can get way way under where you kind of forget everything yes there are many many degrees of hypnosis and there's a simple one that we don't even know about uh, we watch it all the time on television we watch an ad and they'll say certain things or They'll come out with uh, with ice cream that, that looks good, and all at once you want ice cream. That's one level. It's uh, reaching into your subconscious and wants you to have ice cream. And then it goes down deeper and deeper and deeper. I have heard people that can go down to different what they call levels, and they'll go down three or four levels, and they're very susceptible for whatever the hypnosis person is telling them. And if they go down two or three or four levels, sometimes they get in a very negative area. Uh, way down deep in their subconscious that's, uh, that you really should probably get down into. A lot to do with your childhood and, and other people and, and things that happened to you in the past. So you have to be careful when you're working with someone else that you, you don't get down to a level that may hurt them subconsciously, uh, psychologically, and stay away from that if you can. And I've even heard about like reverting back to childhood. Is that a part of hypnosis or is that another kind of treatment? Uh, did you say getting back to childhood? You, well, you, you you revert back to childhood. You're almost, you feel like a child. Like, am I talking to the five-year-old yes. Osho? You know, that kind of thing. Yes, uh, they call that regression. You regression, thank regression. you. Yes. Yeah. You can back uh not only just childhood, but a, a year ago, a month ago, you can go back as far as you want. You put them in that area. And that everything that you've done is in your subconscious. Every, every every day, every part of your life is 
sound recorded into your subconscious, and these uh, hypnotists can take you back. Now, the nice thing about hypnosis is that you can learn to do this yourself. You can self-hypnotize and do all the things that a regular hypnotist would do for you or to you, and that works out real well, and that's the way that I suggest most people go. Sounds like a plan. Hey, we're getting really serious on this, so I just want to let you know that I've um, practiced my juggling, and I was juggling hammers the other day, and one of the hammers fell on my toe. And you know what I had to do? I had to call a tow truck. <laughs> Did you ever hear that joke before? No, I never heard that one. That that's really good. Uh, how much did they charge you? Do you remember? Oh, oh, I, oh! I don't, I don't. Uh, but what should I have said? <laughs> that was a good joke, Eric. I loved it. It's <laughs> cool. All right, to get I guess serious again, which we we have to, because uh, pain is not fun, and going to the doctor is a money suck. We're trying to avoid that. Uh, somebody very close to you had this terrible, terrible. Is it a disease? It's called colitis. Is is that a disease? What is? I've never had it. I know people that have had it. It's uh, as far as I know, it's a subconscious phenomenon in your body where it affects your bowels, and you don't get blood and circulation there, and you get all blocked up in your intestines. I believe it's the upper intestines, and it really hurts, and you get constipated. And it's all because of pressures that have been put on you that you can't do anything about. But anyhow, the colitis is a subconscious phenomenon that affects your body negatively. And it's just something that you should not get if you can help it. But it all has to do with stress that you cannot control. All right. So stress you cannot control, but there is a way to overcome it, which... I was pretty amazed because colitis is what you call a chronic problem. So that's something that keeps happening over and over and days and days. It's chronic. You you can't get rid of it. So what do you do? So with that, you uh, you have you special you change your diet. You know you just change your diet. You do a combination of things. You uh, change your diet and you just try to de-stress by hypnotism or meditation. Well, mostly. You try to get out of the situation that's stressing you, and you can get out of it a couple of ways. One way is to actually leave that situation that's stressing you, uh, but sometimes that's close to impossible. Yeah, right. And the, sec- and the second way is to accept what's stressing you. In other words, don't try to change it because you can't. Just accept what's happening to you. And once you accept it, there's no longer as much stress put on you, and your colitis will eventually go away if you just accept it and let it go on that note um part of that granted you got to get rid of that stress or find a way to relieve that stress but also uh part of that fix is um food and i wanted to mention everybody food is medicine you don't have to spend a lot of money so it's not a money suck but you know eat right uh, food is medicine. What you put in your body helps things. Uh, you know, you are with you eat. They always say that. But it is so true. So watch what you eat. Um, with the Osho diet, I've been eating um, I've been eating well. and But then I cheat, you know, too. But it doesn't matter. I'm still losing weight. Still feel great. But, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've been having the Baconators. I've been having soda every so often. I've had a chocolate cake that me we had to finish here at the house before it went dry, cause, so we kept eating it. You know, 
little bit here, a little bit there. You know, not all in one sitting, of course, but we eat the whole cake. And um, you just got to watch what you do and uh, watch what you eat, and you're going to be okay. Okay, let's talk about the big money suck, the doctor. Now, the doctor usually has, for most people, a copay. Um, so even if you have insurance, it's going to cost you. If you don't have insurance, oh my goodness, you've got to figure out a way to pay for it yourself. I know some people that have to do that and they're always, speaking of, they're always stressing out about it, which is terrible. You're stressing about out about something that's supposed to help you. And uh, you made some great points about going to the doctor. Now, let's say you're covered. You're covered by the doctor. And I thought, well, that's great. So it, it's free. But it's not free because, well, you gave me the point. So why don't you go over them again? Number one, well, I'll go with it because you told me already. So number one, it's a time waste. You could be making money or finding ways to save money. Instead, you're wasting time getting in a car, which is wear and tear on that vehicle or what, whatever it is, uh, If it's a, even if it's public transportation you just got to pay of course to get on that then you got the gas of the vehicle if you're if you're doing that and then you made a great point and i thought this was fantastic uh you got to wear better better clothes you know usually you go out you want to look at least not like you know like uh just like you rolled out of bed i mean and that's the weirdest thing it's so funny when you go to the doctor you feel awful that's why you're going to the doctor but yet you've got to do this show and look kind of decent uh, for the doctor, and, and you, so you use it better clothes, and better clothes cost more money. So it's all interesting things about going to the doctor, and and even if you're totally covered, you're not totally covered, are you? Right, right. There's always the out cost that you don't think about, like you're talking about the car. Well, first you have to buy the car, and of course you use the car for other things, but you might not need a car if, if you if you live in the city and you have public transportation the doctor might be in an area where you do need a car. I have a couple doctors that are about oh, 45 to 50 miles away. Well, that's an hour, hour and a half trip sometimes. Whoa, yeah. So you're talking about the time, the mileage, uh, the insurance for the car, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the part about wearing better clothes is that you don't want to go in looking like a bum because as sad as it is, people judge you by how you look. And if you go in dirty and in bad clothes, they probably don't give you the respect that you should get if you go in looking nice and it's a respect for the doctor and he does want to be respected so he i, I think it's a lot better if you look good in any situation you should look good to to get the, the respect and give respect to the other person say i respect you enough to come in looking nice and so that works out great that's and, true and like you yeah oh, oh that that means so much in life and, and especially if we're talking about money sucks and doctors if you look nice and you're friendly, there's a chance the doctor might give you a discount, and that helps out. The doctor can maybe give you some free samples that you need. I, I found that if I ask for free samples in some of the areas that I need the medicine, I can get them from the doctor. Or they will give you hints on where to write to to get samples of the medicine that you need. Or they will prescribe a generic medicine rather than the regular medicine at, for the pharmacist. So if you're friendly with the doctor, you're nice to the doctor, you give him respect, they will give you give you respect back, and they will stop some of the money stuck out of your pocket. How true. And that goes to my final point that I really want to talk about. 
It is so cool. You told me about this, and I kind of knew about it, but I didn't know about it. And I'm like, this is really cool, and people need to know about this, so let's tell them about it right now. So you can get a app on your phone. You probably can just go to Google Play or Apple iStore, wherever you want to go, and get an app for Rx, for prescriptions. You gave an example of a prescription that was going to cost somebody $80. $80, and then they got it down with this app down to 10 Is That's a true story, correct? Yes, that is a true story. A friend of mine had that happen. Uh, she went out to get a prescription for her husband, and it was an $80 prescription. And the pharmacist told her about this. And so right there with the pharmacist, they looked it up, and they got the same medicine for $10. From what I understand, the medicine company gives a refund to the pharmacist if they push their medicine. And so the pharmaceutical company that makes the prescription is getting uh, is giving the money, and they're getting publicity from this, and they're getting their medicine out. So it's, it's really great. It's something that you should all look into. And from what I understand, there's three or four apps that will take care of that for you. It's, it's probably the only way you should go if you're paying full price for your medicine prescriptions. Yeah, and that is a very important part, so we want to let you guys know about that. And I want to let you know, one of the names, I, you told me this and I wrote it down, it was GoodRx. So you might want to start there. If you're looking at the apps, look at GoodRx. Yep. All right, everybody, this has been Money Sucks. I'm your host, Eric Hudzik. I've been on the line with my good friend Osho. want to thank Terry Finnegan for this great music. And have a fantastic day.